is up nerds that's right it's me saying it this time this is steven shred and i'm joined of course by the man nerd that is me <laughs> every day every day all day and we are Video nerds. all right so of course as you could probably tell just from hearing my voice first we're gonna be covering some anime anime, stuff anime, anime. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so uh this has been a movie that's been on my radar for a while. It is Suzume. It's a movie made by uh, Makoto Shinkai, I think is how his name is said. Very popular director, directs a lot of uh, anime movies. This is his latest movie, so a lot of hype around it. It came out last year, though, and they finally added its Crunchyroll last week, I believe. So I uh, had to get the man nerd on it so that we can uh, go over it. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was good. I didn't know what it was about, but uh, it was... I say this a lot, but this is the definition of a wild ride. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. I didn't know what it was about either. Like, uh, I I had never seen any of his movies before. I was aware of them, like, especially Your Name. Uh, that is, like, a very popular movie. Uh, from what I understood, that movie was uh, very, like, romance-based. So I expected, like, you know, pure romance movie. And uh, that is not it at all. I mean, that's part of it. But, yeah, this movie is wild. Like, it, it was so unexpected because I was like, oh, okay, so we're dealing with some supernatural stuff, some crazy stuff's going down. Yeah, and then one of the main characters ended up being something crazy, and we'll get into that after spoilers. <laughs> yeah, so... Basically, this uh, follows Suzume, seemingly normal girl in high school. Uh, she has a run-in with, uh, what was his name pronounced? Sota? I always thought, I thought it was Sauta. Sauta. We'll just go with that. <laughs> so she runs into Sauta. She gives him directions. And then he goes and does his thing. She noticed something crazy. So she goes and intervenes. And it turns into a whole lot of craziness. That is pretty much the gist of what you get in here without me giving too much away. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we'll just jump right into ratings because that seems to be the way we're doing it now. Mm -hmm. D20 all the way, baby. D20. I loved it. It was fun. It seemed like it was two different movies in one because it changed twice. And it was just cool characters, cool animation, cool story. 100% love it. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. The, uh, the biggest thing was... It kept me guessing. I didn't know who the bad guy was. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what we were leading to. Like, it kept me guessing and stuff like that always will keep my attention and will always, like, uh, result in my best reactions. Because if uh, you keep me guessing and then hit me with something, like, really good, and, like, it's always going to sell me on something super hard. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite character before we get into spoilers? Uh, of course, yes. Uh, I don't know how to actually say it. Uh, Daijin? Daijin? Yeah, Daijin. 
<laughs> Daijin, of course. Daijin, little kitty cat, super cute. Everybody loves them. Yep. Yep. Same. I, I always want. I was the entire time. I was just like, what? What are you up to? What are you doing? Hmm? <laughs> just every time they show up, cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants to hang out with them. Everyone's taking pictures of them, and then you know chaos just happens to unfold around them as well so i'm like all right what, what's going on like what's what's yeah. really happening here <laughs> who are you <laughs> yeah it, it was a lot of fun though and yeah daijin just steals the show because you know cute cat with cute voice which apparently that was uh, the voice actor's first uh, voice acting gig oh nice yeah. was that actually a kid doing it or not i believe so yeah all right well we're doing it man let's do this Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. First spoiler, go. And so we're dealing with uh, some otherworldly entities here. We have uh, kind of their, their, well, not kind of, it is their afterlife kind of deal. And, uh, you know, they have certain areas that are, uh, I believe it was like abandoned areas. Yeah, that used to be full of people. Yeah. So those could act as doorways between. So we first run into our uh, main pair, Suzume and uh, Sauta. Suzume sees something going down. She's got to go investigate it, of course, because, you know, some crazy stuff's going down. We always have our protagonist go check it out. And then it just goes haywire. <laughs> the, uh, the way that they set everything up for the supernatural stuff, like we have these giant worm things coming out of these magical doorways i was like wait what are we watching <laughs> yeah i didn't know what the hell was happening <laughs> it was really cool to get that though where you know i'm just like i have no idea what i'm watching like at all i thought this was gonna be like a romance thing yeah and she pulls out the um the keystone which sets everything off and the keystone is daijin look turns into a little cat yep little cute kitty <laughs> and then hell follows <laughs> hell follows now the biggest thing to me is when Sauta the main guy that his job his family lineage is to close these doors he's a closer he's got the magic key he goes finds these things closes them so the monster doesn't get out and cause earthquakes and kill people he gets turned into a three-legged chair by Daijin pretty much yep and you don't know what the heck's going on and he's in talking chair he can walk around and it's kind of a it, it has a little bit of that love story between suzume and a chair uh her chair from when she was a kid which turns out to be very heartwarming you get the backstory on that yeah this reminded me of a brave little toaster <laughs> <laughs> did it hmm. it did to me only because of the whole chair thing <laughs> not story-wise it was just the feeling of it for me <laughs> i definitely uh definitely got like weirded out with like the chair stuff i was like okay like where is this going now i thought it was gonna be like a quick thing he's literally the chair for like the entire movie yeah and it's like a <laughs> two and a half hour movie two two and a half yeah something like that yeah it was it was not a short movie and uh yeah he's literally just a chair <laughs> and then uh daijin just kind of like I don't, I don't even know like a little bit of just like a almost like a trickster spirit <laughs> yeah like just kind of messing around just like hey you're a chair now <laughs> But then, you know, of course, Daijin loves uh, Suzume because Suzume uh, released them from being a keystone, which I honestly thought there was going to be more to that. I thought that they were going, I thought Daijin was going to be some sort of like, you know, 
relative from her past that was like turned into this form to serve a purpose but i looked into I, it. apparently daijin is just thankful that she released them that was it i thought daijin was her mom yeah that's what i thought i i was like i i was like it maybe it's like her mom but has like just distant memories of suzume but has enough left that they know that they like love suzume because like they legit say that in like the first actual interaction they have you know they they like tell them they tell suzume that they love her and i was like oh okay so this is gonna be like this there's gonna be a big reveal and <laughs> there really wasn't one <laughs> yeah and that's cool because it kept us guessing the entire time and ended up being nothing <laughs> yeah yeah that was like the biggest thing because you know, it seems like Daijin is the cause of all of the uh, doors opening and the uh, worms getting loose. But then it's also kind of not. It's almost like, oh, Daijin is just warning us that this is happening. Or maybe not. And <laughs> Yeah, I, it, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was that part of it was very confusing. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if Daijin is a good guy or bad guy, but they're adorable so they're getting away with it <laughs> yep absolutely <laughs> yeah it uh it definitely threw me and then especially after the big the big bad monster like basically they're trying to stop it from destroying was was it tokyo yeah basically trying to stop it from destroying tokyo with a giant earthquake and they're the only ones that can see it and they they do it there's a sacrifice they do it the movie's not over that's pretty much just the beginning. That that threw me right there. I was like, oh, this is over? Nice. And then I look and there's half of movie left. <laughs> yeah, it, it was wild. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't expect to get so, like, emotionally attached to, like, Daijin. No. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, man. The way this movie went, I was just like, I, I don't know what happens next. One of the funny things about it, though, is, like, how Suzume just randomly runs into people and they all just like care for her and do whatever she needs. And you know what? She's just likable, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like immediately she uh, she meets somebody on the way to tracking down Daijin. Immediately they just take her in, take her in this like weird chair in. <laughs> and then the mom traveling. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, oh yeah, we're, we're not going too far from there. So I'll, I'll just take you along with me. Yeah, you, can you watch my kids while you're at it and everything? It's just like, geez, I'm so trusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to work. Watch my kids. And then, oh, come help me work. Huh. And then, uh oh, Daijin's at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> just chilling with all the guests. And, and what was that all about? She was talking to the waitress and the waitress was looking at Daijin like they were a man or something, like not a cat. Yeah, that confused me as well. Like, yeah, because that, that's what I was thinking even more that it was somebody from her past. Because I don't think at any point they mention a father, right? No. So I was like, maybe this is her father because she kept on looking. She's like, you see that? Like, you know, and just like freaking out. And they're just like, uh, nothing weird. Because it was very strange because obviously everyone saw Daijin as a cat. Yeah. But then in that sequence, they didn't. So I was like, okay, like, what's happening here? Yeah, they never explained that. That was weird. Yeah. I, maybe it's just normal to serve cats at a bar. No, I don't know. <laughs> it was... Yeah, that bar was weird. Yeah, but it, it was... It was a really good movie, despite all the weird things that went on. 
And then like the saddest thing ever, like when uh when uh which again made me believe that it was somebody from her past because the moment Suzume tells Daijin she doesn't love him, then all of a sudden gets sickly. Yep. Just looks like skin and bones. Like when uh she first saw Daijin when he first came to her window at the beginning of the movie. And it's just like, man, this has to be somebody like, you know, she just told her father that she doesn't love him. And now he's like withering away, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> well, there's probably theories about that, so we'll probably look that up at some point. Yeah, we're we're not the anime theory guys. <laughs> no, we just talk about it. Yep. <laughs> we just we we just come up with our own little things. <laughs> we don't do the research, and and then uh, so I I learned something which uh kind of makes more sense because uh. I don't know if you notice like the chemistry that her and uh, the girl that she meets in the beginning or not the beginning, but uh, the first person she meets on her travels, uh, the girl Chica. Yeah. So they had a, a certain chemistry about them and I thought it was going to turn into a love interest and it didn't. But apparently that was the actual intent in the beginning of making this movie. Oh, okay. So apparently that's where that stems from. I don't know if you got that same sense as well. I I didn't. I did feel that they had like a connection, uh, but for me it was more like sisters or good friendship type of thing. Mm. Yeah, so apparently that was the original romance in the uh, movie, but the studio didn't go for that. So they switched it over to uh, the two main characters. The chair. And, uh, Got it. <laughs> yeah, they, they were into that chair <laughs> stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a, a favorite part of the movie? I kind of already talked about it. The monster coming completely out over Tokyo. That was super freaking cool. I love that. Yeah, and then the big, like, battle between, uh, I, I forgot what the other one's name was, like, Sadaijin? Yeah, something the, like the that. The black cat, the bigger the one. The other keystone, yeah. Yeah, that, that was super cool, but as sad as the part was, I think my favorite part, because being there with my favorite character, it felt like it came full circle, when, uh, because, you know, the Sauta gets turned into the keystone, but Suzume doesn't want that, so Daijin offers himself back up. And he just has her promise that she'll put him back with her own hands. And that's all he asks to become a keystone again. To like, you know, basically lose his life again. And that was like my favorite part, despite how just ridiculously sad it was. Because it's like, you know, we, we see our cute little cat friend go full circle. Yep. You know, be like a little menace and just kind of taunting them and turning him into a chair to begin with. Just because, you know, it's just like, ah, I don't like that guy. Chair. <laughs> Yeah, so, doesn't want to turn back, say, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Numerous chase scenes between a chair chasing a cat. Yeah. And a girl chasing a chair chasing, chasing a cat. <laughs> so just everything coming full circle and Daijin just accepting their responsibilities. Like, all right, well, this is my job, so back to it. I didn't feel the love story too much uh, between the two main characters. Uh, Neither did I, honestly. I felt like... Yeah. I felt like that was like one of the weirdest parts because I was like, sure, you could care for someone and not be in love with them. Like, I feel like there's not enough of that in storytelling. Yeah. You could deeply care for somebody, even somebody of like the preferred, the preferred sex that you're attracted to. Yeah, and still not. And, and not, yeah. yeah, not have it be romantic. Yeah. Yeah. They do in some things, but you're, you're right. It's not a big thing anymore. 
yeah. hasn't really been a big thing at all. Yeah, so I, I thought it was going to be like that. I didn't think it was going to be a romance thing. I thought it was going to be like, no, this is my friend. I now understand his story. I care about him deeply. I need to save him. But, uh, you know, they turned into the love story, which is, you know, fine, I suppose. But I think I would have liked it a little more if it was just coming from, like, maybe that develops later when he's, like, actually a person and they could actually spend normal time together. <laughs> You know what? Thinking about it, he wasn't in love with her per se. She was in love with him and she's a young girl and he was an older man. So that kind of makes sense. And he didn't really, yeah, he didn't really uh, reciprocate, did he fully? Uh, not until like, I guess the end bit. When he was saved, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, just kind of, I, I felt like that was the only part that like stood out that I was kind of like, eh, that wasn't. Like, it didn't need to be like that. Like, if they if they would have had it more, like, the way that they originally had it, where, you know, she had the connection with the girl that she meets early on, and then they, that's the romance. You know, that, that probably would have made a little more sense to me. Yeah, that would have been cool. Go back and uh, explore that right afterwards. Yeah. Sout is just a friend. Yeah, that she helps out with all that stuff, because now she could actually do it. Yep. All right, man. So, I would say, check this out, Suzume on Crunchyroll. I was in theaters, so who knows? It might come back to theaters at some point yeah overall great movie uh if you um you know need something to watch like uh, i used it for a date night so if you need something like that this is definitely a good one because you get adorable cat you get a great story and you get great characters that's all you need man and good animation it was really good. yeah very very good animation some of the scenes just looked legit like you know they went outside and took a you know video of the sky oh yeah that that ferris wheel oof i love that that was dope as shit yeah all right well until next time We'll catch you later. See you.